Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is a Real Spoilers episode 457, the box office report for the week ending March 3rd, 2019. Joe's back. Hey! Oh, hey. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Well, Joe was here last week, right? That was Asian Joe. Oh. Yeah. I, we don't see I, color. Yeah, I couldn't, <laughs> tell, couldn't tell a difference. So, <laughs> we didn't know. No, I, I get it. Although, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what? There was no, there were no wrestling references. So oh, there's going to be this week. Don't now you that worry. you point that out, I'm like, oh yeah, I finally I get to that talk was about. Weird, fighting. But I thought maybe they took an off week or something. I like, just yeah. thought he was finally growing up. Nope, oh. <laughs> that's never yeah. going to happen. Our little Joey, never, all, all grown up. Wrestling's in comics. Let's do it. <laughs> well, comics, that's not for kids. That's, yeah. He's just, no, just he's, ask him. He's no longer in that pouch. Oh, he's hopped on out on wow. his own. I took for a second there. I was like, what are you talking about? And then, <laughs> do you guys remember Creeperoo? Huh? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! This is nickname for a while. <laughs> that uh, he's a Joey, that, that he's awesome, a awesome mustache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we've been around so long now that we've had, we've we've had like running jokes come and go. Yeah, yeah. and then completely go. Yeah, away. I mean, we someone... haven't had an old timey reference for a while. <laughs> yeah, When's right. the last time I ate a baby? That's oh my do, gosh! Do you guys remember true. Paul Walker jokes? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, think... those are not those aren't really in anymore. Nobody does those. I gotta wait for <laughs> like, some other. Those celebrity. were last season. Yeah, I gotta yeah. wait for some other celebrity to die horribly before I can start making I think jokes again. Paul Walker jokes are like. Uh, are are like our James Gunn tweets. Yeah. Like one day we'll want to do we'll want to do something important, and someone will dig through the archives yeah. and be uh-huh. like, "Here are all the Paul Walker jokes." <laughs> and now, just to make you feel worse, we're going to have his daughter read. Them. I know. <laughs> well, you know. Wait, does he have a daughter? Did he have a daughter? I thought he did. Oh, oh yeah. And I, I will say at least you know I feel okay, a little bit okay about that because we didn't say them. What we'll is like? I, I don't, don't think know. that's uh, entirely I, true. I don't know that the, we made it through that entirely without ever making one. But I, but we, and we probably also made jokes about the fact that we make jokes about this. Also correct. We did do that. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's fair. So well, it's wow. funny though when you're around long enough, you know, five years over five years of podcasting with this show, almost five hundred episodes. Yeah. When you have like bits come and go, like like you retire bits. That's yeah. how long. Like the salt mines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, no, goodness. you know, I think wasn't the deal. I think Kurt. I think he was supposed to be the deal was is Kurt Russell was supposed to be his dad in those Fast and Furious movies. Yes. Like, that yeah, was the original. That was the plan. And then they brought in Scott Eastwood. Yeah, which <laughs> is like sure. Uh, you kind of <laughs> look like Paul Walker. It's like the it's like a foe and Luke Duke. <laughs> he was going to yeah. do that. Like, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, we're just going to get his brother and digitally change his face. Yeah. So uh, it's the kinder, gentler, real spoilers. Sure, yeah, we've matured. 
We should uh, probably go around the table and reintroduce ourselves. Uh, this is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You could go there, uh, rate, review, subscribe, and uh, it helps us tremendously. We have oh. a new review. Oh, my oh, goodness. Wow. What do you think about that? I that, uh, like it. Talk about dead bits. Was guessing if we had a new review. Yeah. Yeah. I was on I mean, roll for a while. <laughs> Because yeah. you were cheating. I was not cheating. That's why I retired it. I'm like, he's a cheating bastard. I'm not doing this every week. That's like when I would say, guys, what do you think this movie made at the box office? And Joe takes out his binoculars and zooms in <laughs> yeah. on my computer screen. Don't you see him like reaching over. Don't the be t- jealous of my 2010 eyesight. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that re- That bit got retired because the older he gets, the, <laughs> yeah, know, the worse his vision it. gets. <laughs> I'm looking at my screen right now and I'm like, oh, I left my readers upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I need my readers. My and you know what? But you're probably going to be taking a pee break. So at least you can go get them on the break. That's true. That's true yeah that's yeah fair. You that, can, that's a bit that has never gone away no yeah that's no it will only there. come up more often as <laughs> right. you get <Yes>. older <laughs> yeah if you go if like there were early in i would try to like make it to the end of the episode I, there I, yeah <laughs> i don't know if kevin ever noticed this but you could like i so it's no the, oh. like when, <laughs> the way the way our table was set up back then yeah. is that i sat like directly next to tom oh and yeah. i could wa- i could see yeah like eyes, his face not even the level like his face would turn red i'm like i gotta be <laughs> and, bad like, you could watch it happen i was like oh man we gotta wrap this up he's gonna explode here in yeah. two seconds but now he's so good like he knows when he can leave and then come back <laughs> and joe's still gonna be on a tangent yeah like, he times it perfectly yeah he's got yeah like as He's, soon as I hear anything like uh, Superman, Hulk Hogan, yeah, right. and you're like, "Oh, I, I can take a crap." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I got, I can, yeah, yeah I got keep time. talking. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. And it, and Crystal's uh, Peloton machines. Are, are right outside the door, but when she's not on them, I just leave the bathroom door open so I can still hear the conversation. <laughs> like, oh man, I gotta get in there because I'm like, they're not gonna walk in on me because they're doing the show. Like, they, you can't yeah. just be Joe. Can't be like uh, Kevin, man. The, all you, buddy, <laughs> all by yourself. Do a monologue. Just play. Well, in I, a I was gonna Vita. talk about Monster Squad for ten minutes, but that's fine. Yeah, well, I'll be right back. <laughs> so it's like I just leave it open so I can hear. That, that was, way, when when I come back in, I can just. That was my dad always said. You knew when the DJ needed a pee break. Oh, yeah. He'd play in and got a DeVita and then Stairway to Heaven back to back. Every format had it. So it's like when I was worked at the point, which was an alternative rock station, Euro Trash Girl. Sure. Like that was our, you know, the, something by Tool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else was a really long one that we could play? Um, Band on the Run. No, that wouldn't be that. Not on an alt, yeah. alt rock station. Sober. Sober was a long song. Yeah. Sober was pretty long. Uh, we would play. Uh, um, Car, the cars that uh, moving in stereo, like oh. it, like it's like three songs that all kind of segue together. Uh, we will rock you, and we oh. are the champions. Not on the point, but that they oh, play yeah. those back to back. Yeah, and so uh, that's like three car songs that kind of like all, like you really can't pull them apart, right? So we'll play that. Uh, yeah, it always it did was... weird me out when they when the classic rock ch- channel here would play. We are the champion, or no? We will rock you, and then not play. We are the champions afterwards. It's so weird. Like, what are you doing? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! There's more than that song. Go into <laughs> like, well, on, like they run right into each other. Well, and right, all the greatest yeah. hits, they're not back to back. It's really weird. Oh, really? And I, what I think, what it is, is it, it's an American thing. Like it's oh. not. They're not like kind of fused together in Europe, but in America they are. And Interesting. So it's very jarring. Yeah. And like, Spotify is weird about that. Um, and that, Spotify is I, that's why I don't like Spotify because there are certain songs that you're used to mm-hmm. hearing back to back, and uh, but when you're on the albums, don't they still? Yeah, but if you just build a playlist, oh, sure, yeah. then it, it won't do that. Like right. I was putting together a playlist for a show we have coming with country rock acts, and uh, why did you do quotes when you did that? I don't know, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, and and I and it frustrates me that like. Pure Prairie League, oh, so like, good. The song Amy, but yeah. like at least locally, you normally they normally play that like two minute. Uh, oh, song, you're right. They do falling in out of love. Yeah, and then it segues right into Amy, and it sounds it sounds pretty sweet. Uh-huh. And and it doesn't do that. I love that song. It's a great. Song. That's a great. Song. It's a great show, man. Poco, Pure Prairie League, Firefall, Jonathan Edwards. Same lineups. What's that? All the same lineups. To, well, what, Jonathan Edwards. I guess that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can't really screw that one up. But no, I mean, none of these bands have their original lineups. I guess that's. True. I mean, you just got to. That's a Limp Biscuit. You just got to. You got to make your peace with that man. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's like, the only reason I didn't do the Guess Who. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I'd but, see Limp Biscuit for three dollars. I'm tell. I would I absolutely mean, see. No I would, I would see the. It's the original lineup, so it's West Borland. Well, that Durst. was their their like first big record, right? Three dollar bill, y'all. Was that them? Uh, that was them. Was that the first album? Or like at least kind of their breakthrough. No, it was because yeah. it was that one significant other. 
uh, chocolate starfish. The one with the one with, the one with Nookie on it was their first that was breakout. Break, that was uh, significant other. Okay, but f- but three dollar bill y'all had faith on it. That mm-hmm. was their breakout song, and then they did that took them yeah out of the you know quote unquote the slums. When I worked at the point, that was when they were no longer day parted. Yep. Like it was like you could play Nucky after ten. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. But, but yeah, Faith was that that was their first big hit, and then it was Break Stuff, Nucky, Rollin'. Uh, I'm sorry, Break Stuff's a great song. I like. I know. Significant Other is a good album. It's fun uh, to you, hate on Limp Bizkit. You could at me dude, with Break that. Stuff gets you amped up. Break that, Stuff that, that whole that, that, that whole first album is yeah. great. Oh no, Rollin's on Hot Chocolate Starfish. Yeah. Oh, I love I, that. I love I like that Rolling urban too. that urban assault remix the, uh, with the, Red Man Meth yeah, Man. Yeah. Dun, 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 yeah, that's, I mean, I, that second album. That third album's not bad. I you know I, I I hate that's one thing I really hate is the the people that are elitist about music like that. Like you know you have so many people that love music and then it automatically becomes uncool and then you have to trash on it and make everyone that likes it feel crappy. Except it's like Nickelback. Well, that's universal, <laughs> but I just hate that where it's like, you know, so Limp Bizkit announces the $3 thing because they're getting back together for a tour and they're promoting it, whatever. And then you've got Consequence of Sound, you know, as a huge music journalism website, yeah. you know, and they're like, oh, you know, seems a little high. You know, I mean, they got to trash it. $3, obviously it's not, but. No, that's, that's absolutely and a callback. It's a, it's a reference to, to their, their first album. Right. To one, you know, but yeah. they're trying to be snarky about it. And then everyone in the comments, of course, is going to, you know, be snarky. Here's it's like, the, dude, if you the, like it, listen. Here's if you the don't, thing about don't, those people you know? in the comments. They weren't alive. <laughs> when limp, when break, right. when those first three albums, they were came born out. thinking they weren't yeah. cool, right? Yeah. And that, if they were alive, they're still living <laughs> in their parents' home, right? They don't, they don't like that. Yeah. That Fred Durst was like kind of the dude for a while. Oh I mean, yeah, he was yeah. he was right front and center. And with he was also Aguilera kind of douchey. Because it went to his head. Yes. But then he moved to Russia to make propaganda documentaries. It's the weirdest thing. I'm like, I didn't even know he came back. Like, literally, he was a director. I didn't realize he was a Republican. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But I think. We have him to thank. So, Wes Wes Borland left. Yeah. First. And that's when they did that. that Wes Borland was the second bassist but right, you don't but remember he, right, you don't remember the first yeah. one but so like this when they, when they say original lineup you presume they mean west borland but technically that's not the no yeah. but like yeah, when if you he, get if you got the journey original lineup <laughs> yeah, right. there's not going to be right any exactly. Perry. no yeah. but like that they did that fourth album that was not good which one the, do you remember the nope it was the one that they covered behind blue eyes on yeah that was pretty it's weak. not chocolate starfish no it? that's it was the one after that after that okay because i remember up till chocolate starfish chocolate starfish like, and and significant other are good albums yeah you could at me at it i don't care like i still like both those oh albums. you know what sucked was uh their mission impossible song that was bad Ooh, that was dun, bad dun, 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 yeah dun, what was the dun, name dun, of that no mission that impossible was no it had like a but he like a sampled legit, it, but it was yeah. like it was. Is that I know why you want to hate yes. me? Yeah. Cause hate's yes, because hate's the only thing the world has seen lately. But yeah, that was bad. I mean, I I don't know. I still thought it was they, cool. I think but Metallica did one at the on time. That album. Yeah, that they was did Mission too. Impossible two. That's right? Mi three. No, that's two. Two. Yeah. It's back oh. when they still cared about soundtracks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like we got Limp Biscuit, we got Metallica. That is so weird to think of the movie, the hot movie soundtrack. Like, there's no need for that. No. So hey, do we have a review? Uh, we do have oh, a review. Yeah. How about that? So uh, coming right at you. This, this is from T T Pain Cuzzy Cuzzy. Uh, I don't know K U Z Z I. But remember T Cuzzy. I don't have my readers on. So <laughs> that could be could be wrong. Uh, epic spoiler reviews. It's their headline. Love it. Uh, listening to these guys' discussions on movies, comic books, and pop culture always brightens my mood. I don't get to go and watch movies as much as I used to, so in-depth spoilers like these allow me to enjoy movies and learn other entertaining facts along the way with their never-ending tangents. Keep up the good work. So, thank you. And if uh, if you'd like to leave a review, we'd love to hear it. And as we discussed last week, they don't got to be super long. I think some people, because we have like some people that have written some really nice, lengthy, detailed things, which we love too don't get me wrong i think sometimes people feel a little intimidated so don't you can go and just be like hey five stars i dig them they're great you should mm-hmm. listen it doesn't have to oh did you no. like my idea from last yeah, week? that was a great idea yeah. that and look had. we got a review already yeah. so uh-huh. <laughs> so uh so feel free to swing on by and do that and then while we're shamelessly plugging don't forget our facebook page facebook.com slash real spoilers while you're there join the league of show shares and of course our patreon account patreon.com slash real spoilers where for five bucks a month not only do you get bonus content? You could end up on the show. 
We're like, doing some really cool things. So uh, earlier this year, at the beginning of the year, Joe and I introduced uh, commentary tracks. So yep. not only are we going back and doing rewinds, we're talking about 80s movies, 90s movies. We're flashing back to those and not just doing movie of the week. We usually try to tie it in. We've now got uh, commentary reviews, commentary episodes, and the newest edition is something that will be going into effect next episode. We had our first listener that we drew a name to be a guest on the show. Yeah, it was. Uh, if you watch it, it's not like we were... There's not one person we wanted to be on the show. Like you can yeah. see us draw them live. Like yeah, we out. don't want any of you no. to be on the show. <laughs> but yeah, I went. You know, and it was just a real rough video. But like I was just like on the couch and I was like at my laptop and I'm like, well, check it out. And yeah. you know, look at I'm gonna draw the name and so that way everyone knows it's fair. But it's exciting. Like we're we're excited that you guys are excited. We're getting really good feedback. People think it's a cool idea. We're gonna keep trying to do new stuff. I mean, we love the community that we built. We love all our supporters and uh, it's awesome. So if that isn't enough motivation already with the episodes bonus content and just supporting the show it's like hey do you want to be on the show do it so yeah we're going to be working on that and then still more new things rolling out throughout 2019 results may vary that was the name of that album oh yeah i don't even remember that (laughs) that's uh, there's a reason and they varied yeah (laughs) i thought you were warning the people that no i that join patreon it's both that doesn't mean for sure you'll be on your results may results may vary also also, i'm uncensored on patreon like i don't there's no chicken noises for me well if that that isn't enough kevin loves it are we sure that's a selling our patreon just doubled and (laughs) this isn't even live i don't know how they just they just know so uh anyway there that's all of that i guess we will now turn our eyes to the box office kevin has his abacus at the ready kevin i do tom and uh this will be an interesting box office just because uh you know there's there's a couple new movies but they're not necessarily the ones at the very top uh so number one at the box office once again and week five is how to train your dragon the hidden world uh that made 28 million dollars now Week five. Didn't I was like, open wide last week. I was like, what? I How think, was that week five? I think they technically, I guess they technically, because they had early screenings, like mm. weekly in different cities throughout the thing. Like gotcha. I went to one three weeks early. So, yeah, so yeah that would make sense. Yeah, last but week. that shouldn't count as like, but it's you, not didn't, you didn't pay to I go. Did. Oh, you, you did? did? Yeah. yeah. See, oh. they, they were selling tickets to early screenings. That's gotcha. the difference. Okay. So it all counts for the box office. So that would make sense if I saw it three weeks early. Week four since then was the real release date. So anyway, so this is its second week. I don't like that, though. That's I feel like that's cheap. disingenuous just from like trying to gauge a movie's tracking. Right. Like it's, it's tough, not yeah. really its fifth week. No. For all that's true. If you add another three weeks, like this has been in theaters for 15 right. weeks and it's really been 10. Right. And it's like, huh. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, Hollywood I would math. It's finest. I think this is the new thing that they're trying to do is get people to pay to promote your movie like before. And obviously they still do advanced screenings. Here's right. some free tickets. Hopefully you're going to talk it up to your friends and family, promote it. Now they're like, you want to see the movie early? Buy tickets. They're making money. And you're still like, I saw how to train your dragon three weeks early. Yeah. You know, so is that, I, it's so weird that that would even be a selling point. Like at least I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've been doing this show for five yeah, years. You're jaded. That it's just like, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you get to the point where you don't care. You get to the point where you're like, I'll see it eventually. Yeah, whatever. I'm, I mean, I'm, I will I'm say, like, like with too. Halloween though, oh. like I was chomping at the mm-hmm. bit, yeah. to, to see that. So, but for the most part, we see a movie in theaters every single week. Sure. So for us, it's like, well, we're going to see something. Some people don't go to the theaters that often. So right. for the one that they really want to see, maybe they get excited. But I'm the same way, and that's why a lot of times I send Brad to go review the movies early because <laughs> I'm like, but I'm like. I'm not the bad ones. Like he's going to go see Captain Marvel. That's going to be awesome. But yeah. I'm like, I'll see it in two days. Like I'm not, you know, I just saw this movie for the podcast. Like I don't need to run off to Captain Marvel. I'll give it a few days, see another one. And you know, I, I hope it's awesome just because I, it's tough because like my Twitter feed kind of like people will send me things. And they're like, look what this guy's saying. Look what this guy. And it's just like, if I got to see one more of these comic gate jerk offs, <laughs> You know, good on Rotten Tomatoes. What a great that, choice! They had, that was what stupid. choice did they? But have? that was stupid to be able to rate a movie before it's out anyway. Yeah, like, yeah, that, was, that was a dumb move. And so I, I wonder if some of that was driven by the fact that they knew that so many people can go to these screenings. Yeah, maybe. And I also wonder if things like opening How to Try, Train Your Dragon in exclusive previews three weeks early right. will screw up that system. Yeah. Oh, maybe. But I mean, like, who? I feel like you shouldn't be able to post a review. I, you could say. There has to be some sort of algorithm they can fix where it's like you only get one vote. And if you want to vote that you want to, you know, like an up or down vote, like, yeah, I want to see it. No, I don't want to see it. Okay, well, that's it. You don't. Well, this is like that Netflix change they made because of Amy Schumer. But I I agree with this one. Like this one, it makes 
perfect sense. You should not be able to to rate a movie before wide release. Even if you have early screenings, it doesn't matter. Like the majority of people have right. not been able to see it. So you're just opening the floodgates for trolls. And look what they've done. Every single time since Star Wars that one of these Disney movies has come out, they've lowered they've the score. It. And like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's just, you know, you've got, it's it's interesting when people who are in the comic book industry are talking smack about comic book movies and it's like people in the industry are talking Ethan, smack I, Ethan Van Skyver this is the only guy I'm going to bring oh, up okay. he's a comic book artist he did a bunch of stuff for DC he may have done some stuff for Marvel but he's mostly a DC guy okay has been rooting against Captain Marvel like this entire time he is joined he is part of Comicsgate oh it's the worst but what, what is he what is his what is his side who is he rooting for and he this, wants it to fail and this but in this made-up competition like there is no competition really yeah marvel there is no until dc gets their ass in gear there's no competition but there's well, also enough room for the both of them like, absolutely and, and, and that's the really short-sighted thing that it's like the the reason there are so many comic book movies is because these movies have succeeded exactly like to the end, it's like degree. so. I mean, and he has had some stellar work. Like I, I cannot dispute. Like he is responsible for doing the art on uh, bringing Hal Jordan back into the DC proper. Like he's responsible for a lot of Green Lantern stuff. Um, but it's just like, what are you doing? Like you know, you have to, you know, you have to work for these guys, right? Not anymore because I mean, he's done. Like his, mm. they've. I haven't seen his name on a book in a long time. Oh, he so has, you think this is a little bit of? Uh, I think. It, well, I think he's it's, feeling a little butthurt, and now he's well, trying th- to stick it to the man. I not. think this is D- whoever he—he's freelance. Like some of these yeah. guys do sign exclusive contracts, sure. but I'm pretty sure he's freelance. Uh, nobody will work with him, right? Because he's you know he's pissed off enough of the top tier guys where they're just like, yeah, nope. That's why you don't run yeah. your mouth. That's so why now, it's silly to to stake your claim on something like this. He's he, now he's trying to backtrack it a little bit. Where he's just like, well, I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really say that, but um, you know, the, the social justice warriors, blah blah blah. Well, go watch. So on on my Twitter, I, I posted a link to a tw- uh, Twitter feed about I think favorite movies or favorite Disney movies. So yeah. uh, go to my Twitter, and recently I posted a video of Zachary Levi. He did an Instagram live video, he, and like he it's it's not up there anymore. So like I reposted it because you literally couldn't go to his Instagram and find it. So I posted the video, and it shows him. He's like, there is no competition. Just because I don't know who you guys are trying to help i don't know who you think you're helping just because you know i used to be called captain marvel now she is she's like this is not an issue you guys need to stop we don't want it blah blah, blah. there's room for both of us there is no competition so go listen to that i mean that guy's yeah. smart He's, the dude who's i mean and people blew what brie larson said uh, so far out of proportion like yeah. she said like she wanted she wants not more inclusion more diversity yeah. in the people who are interviewing her about this movie yeah, she, and she didn't say less of anything right. else. She wants more. That's that's the problem is people. <laughs> I, I think this is kind of like and go to the, the thread for this one. But like, I think it's kind of like the um, the Spielberg conversation is kind of oh, a little that idiot. It's, it's kind of a little the same because like, you know, he's up here on his pedestal of like, I can make any movie I want and I've been around for whatever. But you've got these other people like all the diversity of the directors and the writers that are making these movies on Netflix. And like they're opening the gates for them, and so it's. Let's it, not forget the guy's first movie was a made-for-TV movie. Well, I don't think he's against made-for-TV movies, though. I think he's saying that, but it was a TV movie, and he wouldn't expect it to be to be to be nominated or eligible for an Oscar. It was a TV movie back yeah. then. Yeah, I feel like now it's different. Well, to me, but I, but I, I don't know. I I agree with him. I like. Okay. I, I think that like, and I understand why certain aspects of the industry hate Netflix, and I sure. also understand why certain aspects of the industry are like, whoa, 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 they're throwing money at us left and right, let's take their money. Right. Like, don't, like, you know, calm down there, guy that's already got his money. Right, you right, know, right. And I, I do get that. But they're also supporting people of color and people that are, I mean, if you listen to what Quran said, is it? Alfonso Quran? Uh, yeah, for, yeah, for Roma, if yeah. you listen to what he says, he's like, where, what studio is willing to give a Mexican, Spanish-speaking, foreign-language film a long theatrical run. How long do you think that run would have been? And do you see how long it actually stuck around? So, like, he makes an a interesting argument. And I, I, I don't buy it because he's Alfonso Cuarón. He was gonna get that movie made. He's sure. Alfonso Cuarón. Right. Like, if he was some no name guy, if this was his second movie, I'd be like, oh yeah, no, he's making a valid point. That's, that's a but good point. But given this guy's track record, he can get that movie made with or without Netflix. I'm not saying Netflix yeah. wasn't supportive and sure. didn't do everything that he he wanted them to do, but to 
I, I just feel like positioning himself as the underdog. But he's probably is a the exception. But all those other people are making like is it DeBernie? The lady who made Selma? Yeah. Yeah. He's the exception because his stuff's gonna get made because he's an amazing Oscar winner. Like he's an amazing director and happens to be Mexican, but like they're like, This guy's an amazing director. But there's other people that haven't been given a chance in the traditional Hollywood system and like Netflix, Hulu. All these platforms are the ones gambling on them, and so I, I just think that. Well, and, but I don't think anybody's saying that they sh- that the, that they shouldn't be doing that. I think they're just saying that if it's going to exist primarily on a streaming format, then it shouldn't be up for. Then then it's, then you didn't make a feature film. They got it. They they have to change their rules though because yeah, all they, of them I, are following the you know, right. They're using yeah. the rules that were put in place before streaming was even a concept. Right. And so, like, I don't think that they're necessarily doing anything wrong. But I don't think that I don't think it's crazy that the that people in the academy are like, whoa, 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 this is not being used to promote film going. It's yeah. being used to promote television, and the academy is an industry award. Like, right, That's like true. it's, it's yeah. it, you know, it's designed to promote its own industry in the same way that which like go into the movies, which is going to the right. movies. Then would you be OK if they started putting this stuff up for as Emmys? Yeah. OK, I would because it's yeah. TV. Okay. But I, I but I think that, you know, but I, I think you'd probably get similar complaints. But uh, but I think they'd be, to my opinion, would be less valid because it, from my perspective, I don't really see a difference between paying for. Uh, Netflix ver- versus going to a, for, a for HBO. Oh, there is no difference. As far yeah, as I'm and concerned. so and so H- if HBO is eligible for Emmys, I don't see why Netflix. Should I be. completely agree. And so, you know, and and I know, like, I got about, I'd say ten to fifteen award screeners oh, for yeah? Netflix movies yeah. this year. Oh, really? Yeah, and like some of them, that's weird. There was no way they ran theatrically. No way. Like I know Roma did. That's right. real. Um. Ballad of Buster Scruggs did. I think even Bird Box did. But um, did but it? I th- I think it I think it might have. Okay, but, I think um, so too. But uh, maybe not every city. Sure, but there's a lot of art house. They movies. don't have to. But there's a lot of art house movies that don't run. In yeah, every you city. go to Chicago, New York, and but, L.A. And but I will also say that's a rule that's in place. Bef- like way prior to streaming, like sure. Charlie Chaplin won an Oscar for a film like. 20 years after its release because it hadn't been released in America. Right. right. And so they released it like in the 50s and he, and he won an Oscar for it. Mm. Um, but again, like I think that they should tweak the rules because that was put in place to try and help smaller films and now you have multi-billion dollar media conglomerates exploiting something that was designed to help smaller films. Right. Yeah. And, and to me that feels disingenuous. And that's, I mean, we're going to talk about it I think next week. Is that Affleck movie? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, there's an Affleck movie coming out. There's a, but that is girl. coming out theatrically. Oh, is it? It's opening on March 6th, at least according to the right. stuff I got sent. But oh, that's they... that's them following those existing rules. Right, right. I mean, that's yeah. that's what uh, Roma did. That's what all of them did. Now Roma had a longer. Well, not of all... all of them. <laughs> not all of their movies have done that. No, the ones that they want Oscars for. Yeah, them. like they put them in the theater so that they're eligible for it. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's interesting. I think the main thing is that it's a discussion that's worth having by the people in the Academy. Um. But I will say that the Academy is the most diverse <laughs> that it's ever been, and they're starting to make a lot of changes within the last just few years. You have the most black nominees and winners of Oscars than in history. Sure. I'm talking about just in the last few years or more than 90 years of history. So. At this point where diversity is happening and this discussion is happening, I think for a bunch of old white men to come and be like, we're not going to let those Netflix <laughs> movies, which are all the people that support diversity, right. like they're going to have a tough battle with these new Academy members and the Academy is going to catch a lot of crap if they start shutting those well, people And that's what I happens when they get pressured. I don't is... think it'll change a thing, though. I, I, think, I think Netflix will just work within the new framework. Yeah. Yeah, they'll just it, adapt no matter what. Yeah, yeah. it'll because Netflix doesn't want Emmys; they yeah. want Oscars. Right, if they sure. wanted Emmys, yeah. that you know, then they would go after Emmys. What, well, act- what, what if they just do both? Right, well, that's what I'm interested to see. Yeah. What you? happens if they try and do both? Right. If they try to have it both ways. Can that's, you? I, sure. I'm not aware. I mean, what Can if, you win an Emmy and an Oscar for the same? I don't. I don't mean well, for the same thing. What about like okay. the Haunting of Hill House or? Uh, Umbrella Academy. Right, right. That's where I was going. Is their TV the shows. Staircase or, you know. The... Yeah, why wouldn't they? If HBO is, ne- that makes yeah. no sense. Like, do they not? I've I don't follow the seen, Emmys that close. I don't do follow the Emmys often, but I mean, like, the, the, what was the Jeffrey Tambor show? 
Transparent Amazon. Transparent. That's on Amazon. Okay, but yeah. that but yeah. that one he I mean he that right, one. But Netflix. Bunch. The question is, does Netflix put these things up? For I don't think because usually, I mean, now they've got such a massive catalog of original yeah. content. There was a. I mean, that's that's fairly recent. Yeah. Of the original content. I mean, oh, totally. In the last year, last year and this up. year, there hundreds. But, like of everything that, of that was on there as far as TV shows was like Friends, or, right? Acquire, you license, know. Sure. So now that they have this massive mm-hmm. catalog of original content, I could definitely see them pushing that, you know, because, I mean, The Haunting of Hill House, if you haven't seen it, it's is, really good. It's fantastic. They're doing another seen it. season. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's my it's uh, Mike Flanagan, who has kind of become like the the TV horror guy. Okay. Uh, does a fantastic job. It's not it's not your traditional. Netflix does do Emmys. I, okay. Like, the glow was up for one. Okay. As well so, it should have been. Yeah. Um, so they, Did they Mark. That sounds familiar. Mark Maron may have actually I don't think so. Maybe not. Yeah. I thought he did too. Maybe it was just a nomination. But now that you say Glow, totally. I remember that one. Yeah. But like that's, I think, with Netflix having so much original content at this point. And The Crown. Uh, Yeah. 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 Well, you know, Americans love their British stuff. They do. And uh, what's her name that just won Best Actress? She's going to join that uh, next season. What? Who? From The Favorite. Oh, She's going to join I the crown? Blanking, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. I'm just blanking on her name. I It's early. and I'm But, I mean, honestly, that makes me feel more like, yeah, you need to have a stronger line of delineation between what you want to get an Oscar and I what would you agree. want to get get an Emmy. I don't, I, do I think that Spielberg should be the one? Yeah, but but Emmys are serialized. I mean, TV shows, shows with multiple episodes would be Emmy. But they have, a film would but be an they Oscar. they have Emmys for best TV movie. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, but Netflix isn't going for that. But but that's because they've decided not to go yeah. for that, and 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 that because no one takes it seriously. Okay, but that but that's but that's my point. Like they're just like, oh, well, we don't like that part, so we're gonna yeah. do that. We're gonna call these movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like, uh, you know, I don't. I feel like you, uh, when you start getting the top tier talent that they've got coming out with these movies. Obviously, we just talked about the Affleck one. That's kind of like a expendables light as far as that cast goes that's a huge cast it's a I mean, massive everyone cast. on the poster yeah. of that cast yes, you recognize that's a, everybody that's a hollywood a-list uh summer type i'm just glad movie. i'm glad they didn't put garrett headland and uh charlie whatever is Hunt them next to each next other because i would have no yeah. idea which is which but like the affleck movie you've got the woody harrelson kevin costner movie you've got i mean bright the irishman the irishman that's bright, I mean, 170 that's million dollars going to the theaters though. that is going to yeah. theaters but like bright I mean, it's a Will Smith movie as whatever. It's a happened, trash movie, which is fine, but it's still a Will Smith movie. <laughs> yeah. Like he's a he's a a list guy. You've got the totally the Ryan Reynolds, Michael Bay action flick that's coming. Yeah. Like those are not small names, and I and I agree with Tom that those there needs to be some sort of line where it's like, okay, this is a Netflix movie. And yeah, and this and, is and, like a movie movie. And I think the current Academy rules are are antiquated. They did not envision. Yeah, a, you know a. A scenario like this, because sure. how could they? These gotta rules up. have been in place for decades. <laughs> yeah, you got to update yeah. it for the times. And I so, mean, it's a, the industry's yeah. evolving, so it makes sense to and tweak I, them. And I think that because at, at the end of the day, like even if Netflix releases these movies theatrically, I don't see why that's a problem. Then they'll make all the theater money, Bingo. and and they'll never have to sell the rights. And in the only way, you know, if they had put if they had put out, let's say, Bohemian Rhapsody, sure, and and then they're like, and. You know, once it ends its theatrical run, the only place you'll ever see it is on Netflix. Right here. Yeah, you, know? you let like it. That, you that let still it, has tons of value. For you them. let it run. It's, to me, you would put it in theaters for a month, four weeks. I think is a good. But and then you can decide, right? Like if it's something like Roma, where it's like, I don't know, man. Like this is kind of something. You well, let it run a little. But bit But then longer. you alienate your. But who's, why are you paying ten bucks he, a month? And here's yeah. where the comp. Here's where it becomes kind of an unfair competition because the studios that don't have their own streaming platforms. Ah. They the, the the theaters pressure them to have these longer theatrical run windows, and so now you have Netflix operating on a completely different paradigm and business model. Right, one that the studios want. They want that window to be narrower. Sure, and 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 the and the theaters continually push back. And here Netflix is going well, but we don't count because <laughs> we were we're Netflix and we made it ourselves, and it was only ever going to live on Netflix anyway. So what you going to do? Right, and that's a good point. And so now, so you know, so the the industry, 
which the Academy is designed to promote, is looking at it going, well, wait, if they can do it, why can't we? We're trying to play nice in the sandbox right. and come up with you know win-win scenarios, and Netflix just completely says, screw it. I'll do what I want. Yeah. I, I think what we're not talking about and what a lot of people aren't talking about, in my opinion, the real issue is Netflix trying to buy Oscars. It's not so much that let's throw this in theaters for a week and get, not cheat the system, but let's work it as little as we can before we put it on streaming. Yeah, but that's what everybody's done. No, no, but... Netflix spent reportedly like fifty million on an Oscar campaign. They went above and beyond to where it's like you know politicians have a cap on how much you can donate <laughs> to a campaign. Yeah. Like seriously, like with Netflix, like a lot of the word is from inside the Academy, a lot of members did not vote for for Roma for Best Picture because they felt that Netflix was just trying to buy an Oscar. But they were okay when Weinstein did it. Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking that too. Like he did it for years. Yeah. yeah. How I mean, do you th- how do you think Shakespeare in Love won Best Picture? But I mean, but this Netflix, go look up the reports. I'm not saying the amount I'm, of money. I'm it's not like, saying, but I mean, like if you do the inflation. For what the Weinstein's dumped into Shakespeare in Love, compared to what Netflix, I mean, I, I have a feeling it's probably pretty comparable. We'd have to look it up. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but the number was astronomical, and so I think that's the real issue: is trying to buy an Oscar. Like they were everywhere, everywhere. You, you know, turn around. There's Netflix. There's Mr. Netflix. Turn around. There's is there a Mr. Netflix? Yeah, oh. Reed Hastings, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't he? Or is, yeah, he's Netflix. Right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He dodged the bullet of the disc flicks or whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah so anyway but yeah it will be interesting to see what comes up i mean there's valid arguments on both sides and the industry is evolving so i they do have to have a discussion about it but spielberg is just coming off as a get off my lawn like yeah. he, he may have good intentions but it's looking like an old white guy that has every opportunity to make any movie he's ever wanted to make right is saying we don't want this and then you have you know all these diverse people that are like uh I'm only getting my movie made because, you know, I have a voice and I'm here and like these people are allowing me. So it doesn't look good from. No, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So. But I don't I don't think it's jeopardizing that at all. Yeah. These these platforms are starving for content mm-hmm. and it seems like the burn ratio on the content they create is very quick. Yeah. And so well, this is the problem is it's not sustainable because right. they are. uh venture capitalists they are funded by venture capitalists so right now the reason why netflix can go and invest a billion dollars in 500 new movies and television shows a year is because they have investors they're not technically making money they're in a huge amount of debt so that's not sustainable forever so if they can make this business model work and figure it out how to actually be profitable then we're talking but for right now they're only getting all these opportunities because People are throwing money at Netflix. They have the money to burn, but eventually that will run out if there are no returns. What, what do you mean right. people are throwing? Who's throwing people? These money? investors oh, are yeah, like, we want to be, you. we want to invest in Netflix. We'll give you a hundred million dollars because you know they're looking for a return. They're looking for right. a piece of the action. But Netflix just keeps losing money year after year. They're in like two billion in debt or whatever. It may be way higher now. Like they're not profitable. They are the most successful streaming service with the most viewers and whatever. They are also billions in debt. So like it's not really a <laughs> the old Hollywood. Fair, Math. Yeah, yeah, it's right, it, right, you know right. so we'll we'll see what happens, but it's an inter- interesting discussion. You yeah. can chime in on the League of Show shares, so we've got a thread on there. But uh, How to Train Your Dragon, uh, twenty eight million dollars in its second week in wide release, forty nine percent drop, ninety five million dollars domestic, and you can go listen to the episode we had J D Duran from In Session Film. He was a great guest, so go ahead and uh, listen to that episode if you haven't. Uh, you know, go see the movie first; it is delightful. But uh, <laughs> it has two hundred and seventeen million overseas, so we're already up over three hundred million in two weeks wide on a $129 million budget. You gotta be happy with that. Yeah, oh yeah. Number two, Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral. I've been seeing a lot of Didn't R.I.P. Didn't know this was a thing. I, a lot of people just joking. I don't know what happens in the movie, <laughs> but they're like, R.I.P. Medea. Like, I don't think she There's dies, no way. No. Well, it's supposed to be his last Oh, his last time as Medea. Well, maybe they do kill her then. Like, yeah, I feel like I mean that's. Made I've, him a, I've seen enough Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yeah, they never actually kill him for sure. Yeah. And that's, I mean, yeah, I would. I feel like at some point, if he did quit, it's like the fans are going to be clamoring for that. You know, ten years later, all of a sudden Medea's back. You know, um, <laughs> it's a zombie movie. But well, he's I mean, doing a, a life tour too. Yeah. Well, oh, she yeah. started as she did. That yeah, character stage, started as, as a stage production, and he's touring like as a ah. kind of a farewell tour. With Medea, so there you go. So, um, I so I guess none of us saw it this weekend, but it did open to twenty five million dollars. So that's a pretty those Medea movies. He oh, makes yeah. those on the cheap, like oh absolutely. And that's not to say quality, but like he writes them, produces, directs right. them. He's Medea. He's the star. So like he's in control of his deal for you know. So it's not like oh I got to pay 
you know, Mark Wahlberg, twenty million up front <laughs> for a movie. You know, it's like he's Medea, and if it makes he's a ton, manager Jay and Bob. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So when you own your characters and you are the the stars, so uh, that's a ton of money. I don't have a box uh, budget on it, but I mean, I'm guessing it's like ten fifteen. So we'll find out in later weeks. I'm sure. Number three, Alita Battle Angel Alita Battle Angel, <laughs> $6.8 million in week three. That's a 45% drop, 72 mil domestic. What's that overseas there, Kevin? 222. Two, two. Oh, wow. 2 right. 40 point. Jeez. <laughs> How specific do you want, you ask? I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. But I did, I did. It's up over uh, $300 million on a $170 million budget. He so, might get that sequel. Well, double the budget. He's breaking even. But uh, again, we talked last week. I guess when you weren't on the show, I had read an article. Ah, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, <laughs> I had read an article where they were estimating, I think on the low end, 125, and on the high end, 215, 250 million in China. Oh, sure. So like over the budget in China, right. and Japan was supposed to have a nice hefty take. So if those numbers come into play, it could end up uh, tripling. We haven't seen this for a while. Like there was a there was a time I don't know like two or three years ago where it was like every yes piece of crap was, was making getting, was getting saved overseas <laughs> yeah so we haven't seen that in a while until this like it's leveled off a little it bit. has leveled off yeah. and but I mean that's a that's a huge it's a huge number in two countries yeah I mean, not just ours right but I mean you know and it's but that's their culture right absolutely it's the manga I mean yeah, it yeah. makes sense that it's, it would be it's funny I go to the comic shop eh, once every couple of weeks and man that those books are front and center. Like yeah. They are everywhere right now. Yeah, yeah, I bet. No, no doubt. So anyway, uh, yeah, but it's at least it's getting saved. It's not it's not going to end up losing money after all, as we, we suspected it might. So we'll have to see how much it makes. And if it is enough to, to get a sequel on that one, we'll have to see. Number four, the Lego movie Two, the second part, six point one million dollars is a 37 percent drop. Ninety one million dollars domestic. So not quite as high as the original one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fifty two million overseas. So we're not even up to one fifty million yet Man. on that, which I think had a ninety. If you looked up yeah, last week, like ninety million dollar yeah. budget. So double that. They're like at one eighty cost on that. So yikes! That's I just crazy. I did not imagine the Lego movie Two after the s- success of that first one would kind of peter out like, this. like that it's, yeah totally yeah, it's kind of mind-blowing i mean it's still up in the top five in week six but it's it's weekly take is so small so mm. i don't know what's going on with that one but uh and I, people, I do i wonder if that chris pratt thing i i mean i i don't think at this point i have been seeing more uh like can we replace one of the chris's Oh, like really? for, yeah. From yeah. Pratt the people on Hem- yeah. Hemsworth, Hemsworth and Evans and Pine, the vocal minority, if you want to call them that on social media are the I don't the want ones to, who are angry. They're the, they're the type that are going to say that, that aren't going to be putting up with that crap. Nope. Up with all the church, you know, rhetoric. I mean, the people online that are the most vocal are against that. So I'm not saying I don't know that that would affect this movie. Worldwide. I just like the outrage just is exhausting. Like, it is. It like, is. It's, it's like we can't time. have the director because he's too liberal and we can't have the star because <laughs> he's too conservative. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, At some point, let them wanna, be movie stars. I just want to go see a movie. Yeah, right. Right. I don't need to hear. You know what? I get it. Like he if he's a part of a church that has and he has donated to a church that is for a certain, you know, conversion therapy or whatever. That's some I, sick stuff. I yeah. get it. Yeah, I totally get it. But I also agree, which is like, I just want to go see a movie. Oh, man. Look, look what they did to John Wayne. Can't enjoy those movies anymore. Can't. Okay. I mean, that's an interview from 30 years ago. Yeah, I'm just saying, I, like. I will enjoy a John Wayne movie just as much but, now. I but, mean. But what a piece of trash. Yeah. That interview is rough to it's listen bad. to. It's I mean, not it's good. It's horrible. It's not good. People obviously didn't have the internet as not let to discuss and all the stuff. Was it a Playboy interview? It was a Playboy interview. Playboy, yeah, Playboy right. had great interviews they back did. in the day. Absolutely. Well, like, the joke is always like, oh, I read them. I read it for the articles. But, like, the articles. they had some really good ones. Look at that. I mean, that wasn't Vanity Fair. It was freaking Playboy that had yeah. that interview of him being insane. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe he well, thought like, oh, it's Playboy. There's bunnies over there. I it's can say be nice, whatever I want. Casual. Nobody's yeah. going to read it. Yeah, it's crazy. But Guess what, sucker? Well, I mean, you got also remember like we like when that interview came out, America was in the was middle a of a culture war. Absolutely. Very similar to what we're seeing now. Absolutely. And But, uh, you know, also like it's like. John Wayne was born in 1907. It's a different life, man. Like, I, I just, like, you know. Is it, is it a pass? Not exactly. But it, can you understand that he grew up in a different time yeah. where things weren't as liberal? Right. Yes. Yeah. You it, know? It, like, even my grandmother, God love her, she says things from just like, oh, wow. Yeah. Mine too. My grandma, yeah. <laughs> she she died two, three years ago. She was 95. Right. You know? And, yeah, she said some shit where I was, was just... Like, 
Sorry. Where I was just like, <laughs> Almost just, made let, it. let's just keep that here in the house. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay, Grandma. Like, that's... Uh, that's Plenty. <laughs> I think I think it helps you understand it, but like on the flip side, my grandma never talks like that, and she grew up in the same, you know, around the same time period. So like, not everyone's grandma because they your, your grandma's not this. There's no way your grandma's in the same time period as my grandma. No, my I mean, grandma, my, 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 don't, my, I mean, she I was born my, in 1940. I just mean she still grew so up. So that through. makes her the same age as my mother. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, say in, I just in mean my that grandmother... still civil rights issues were still not sure. at the forefront. Right. I just mean she still lived through stuff. It may yeah. not have been as long, but like I, you can understand it because of the time period. But still, there are good people out there that never thought that way. Yeah, too. I, I just I don't disagree. But my grandmother just turned ninety, so it's like I. Again, I can totally, and you know, it's I don't want to be like, oh, that's the cute grandma. It's just yeah. kind of like. Yeah, okay. But I just I, all I can think is like is you know it's like if you took a poll of the guys that stormed the beach at Normandy, I guarantee sure. you none of them supported gay marriage. Absolutely not. And, and well, gay marriage also. Well, I guess it probably was a thing back then. I mean, just, okay, gay rights. That yes, you know, yeah, and they probably supported segregation. Yeah, supported good, good chunk of them. Yeah, but they're but they're over there fighting for. But our we, but we still are now. like hooray D Day, right? And it's like I I just I feel like it's so dangerous to apply. Are, like man, 2019 logic. Context too. is important. I go back and watch Mash. Sure, I've been binge watching Mash, and that show was the epitome of liberal television in the 70s. Yeah, progressive. Okay, and and uh, and it is like there are things that I go back and watch on that show now that in today's mindset are like, ooh, it's cringe inducing, yeah. and and that was the like I said the epitome. Of liberal television in right. the seventies, and yeah. so it's just you know you got to you cannot like Kevin yeah. said you cannot apply a twenty nineteen logic to something to something and someone. It's important to understand who grew up in the early yeah. early nineteen hundreds. Doesn't right. excuse it, but you have to be able to understand. It. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's not just black and white. Uh, coming in at number five, well, there it is, Greta, the movie of the week that we'll be talking about next episode. So $4.7 million opening weekend, uh, and no mm. bu- budget on that one. So we'll get into that. It's uh, a little little high. <laughs> <laughs> number six green book so coming off of that best picture win 4.6 million dollars 116 percent increase in week 16 75 million dollars on that one so i mean that's what that's why they want to win oscars and yeah it worked so 150 million dollars worldwide on a 23 million dollar budget so Just finished uh true detective season three he was great in yeah. that too i do you think do you agree with me though that that was really just a, a make good oscar for dumb and dumber yeah that's exactly yeah, yeah, per- totally agree with yeah. that yeah so that's kind of how hollywood works <laughs> yeah. number seven isn't it romantic the movie not the oscar win 4.5 <laughs> million dollars is a 37 percent drop on that one in week three 40 million dollars and uh, no money overseas on that one number eight fighting with my family i know joe's excited for that one and uh sadly i have issues with it oh you saw it yeah I saw okay it. Well, well we'll what real quick what's your so okay quick. so her story is legit okay like, everything so the Rock was never there. Sure, he was. He was in London filming Fast, th- whatever number yeah. that was, but he had no interaction with Paige at all. Okay, uh, it's interesting because WrestleMania they they filmed that stuff at WrestleMania thirty. WrestleMania thirty. So this has been kicked around for five years because WrestleMania sure. thirty five is this year. Okay, so uh, they they sugar- filmed those scenes at thirty. The this movie's five years old. It has to be. Like those that that scene at WrestleMania where she's yeah. they where the Rock kind of shows up. And he's like, "You're gonna go. You're going. You're coming out on Raw the you next." You sure night. they couldn't go to 34 and just change the graphics on the computer it, to they, make it look like? No, that's a set. That is the 30 set. That is the WrestleMania 30 okay. set. I don't. I mean, um, okay. So, they but what's sh- the problem though? I mean, biopics, okay, so they, dramatizations. They they, they, they the sugarcoat things a little bit. Okay. Sure. They 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 neglect to tell you that the three women are three women who are in the company still today. Okay. Uh. I, I'm pretty sure that it's Alexa Bliss, uh, and I'm not 100% on the other two women, but okay. uh, they they make it sound like she has no connection with the audience, which mm-hmm. is not true. Uh, she was the NXT Women's Champion already at that point, um, so the audience knew who she was going into her debut on the big show. If they're gonna if they're gonna show uh, a recreation of something that big. That was filmed live. You should probably get it right. It'll be interesting to look into just so to see if I, they really I sent did. It to, I sent it to Tom. Okay. You can watch her debut on Raw. Yeah, uh, the, and the crowd erupts as soon as she walks out. She does not stutter. She comes out 
flying from the mm-hmm. gates. Uh, they take out Tamina, who was in the ring with AJ Lee at that point. They don't mention her at all in this thing. And then the whole match is probably about five minutes, and she wins. That's legit. She yeah. comes okay. first night on Raw. She wins the belt, walks out. AJ was leaving because AJ's husband is CM Punk, who had left about six months prior. To... So did you like it, despite the inaccuracies? It was a very well-done movie. Yeah. I'm, you know what? It's As a wrestling fan, I'm happy that there's a wrestling movie yeah. out there, So which was fine. I thought she was great. The gal that played Paige was great. Mm-hmm. It was fun. To, it was... The cast was a little bit more A-lister than I expected mm-hmm. with Nick Frost and Vince Vaughn and Lena Headley. Uh, yeah, so it was fine. It, but like I said, if you're going to recreate things that are that there is, you can go to YouTube that and there's watch a lot it of and, footage of, yeah. and, and watch it live. You should probably get that stuff right. Gotcha. So. There, her, her, her life after that gets a little yeah. They don't crazy put that part pants, in there. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, that was four point three million, fourteen million dollars domestic, which seems a little light, but uh, for a, a rock production. But anyway, uh, we'll see what that one and continues Steven to do. Yeah, he wrote it. I think that's why it's so good. You know, yeah, like so could fun. Be. That could be. Yeah. Number nine, what men want? Two point six million, fifty percent drop, fifty million dollars in week four. And rounding out the top ten is Happy Death Day to You, the movie from three weeks ago. Two point three million is a fifty three percent drop, twenty five million dollars domestic on that one, and uh, it only had a nine million dollar budget, and it actually threw in another twenty million overseas. So we're talking about forty, about forty five on a nine. So Bloomhouse still doing his thing. Absolutely, he is. And that's the box office. Uh, well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. And if you want to uh, find the show online, please do so at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Sharers and, of course, sign up for Patreon, where maybe one day you will be on the show at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So uh, that's it for this one. Uh, coming up on the next one, we will tackle Greta. Until then, you've been warned. Miss Shopley. May I? Mm. Bit like you. Promises a lot, then disappoints. Okay. I deserve better! Oh my god. I'm so sorry. You can't do this to me. To us. Are you a child? No, you're the child. You need someone to love. You need a mother to hold you. You love someone and you're afraid to love. We both know it's true. Don't you dare talk to me about my mother. Darling, don't you understand? She had to die. She had to die for me! Are you out of your mind? You just can't accept it! Look at her! She's full of love! Of